0: Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Is there a dark side to the app Hallow? Maybe you've heard of the recent scandal where they hired Liam Neeson, who is an avowed supporter of the legalization, civilizational suicide release, really, which we, we should call it, of abortion, the end of the life of the unborn in his native Ireland. He actually campaigned for that uh, with Amnesty International. You can look up a video he did where he talked about basically Unchaining women from the shackles of the oppressive regime that keeps them from having abortions—that sort of thing. I think it was published in 2018 when Ireland embraced that path they went on, which was very sad for a country that was formerly known as being very strongly Catholic. But there's another side to the Hallow saga that I want to get to here, and there's an investor in the app, which is very problematic, and it's problematic because Hallow masquerades, or I should say, presents itself as a Catholic company, helping people grow in holiness, and that alone makes this a little bit troubling, and we're going to get to that in just a second, but first, I'd like to talk to you about the Canadian Martyrs Men's Conference coming up in just under three months. The Canadian Martyrs Men's Conference is happening in the new year, oopsie-daisy, in February uh, February 17th, the weekend of the 16th, 17th, 18th, 18th, my goodness, in Stratford, Ontario, it's at the Best Western Hotel with Mass earlier in the day at the chapel just down the road, about a 15-minute drive. Um, the day is chocked full of all you could hope for in a, a great men's conference. Speakers such as Father Michel Rian, who is the keynote, Tim Flanders, and myself giving talks as well. Um, the schedule starts with Mass. Actually, the night before, there is a meet-and-greet, which is selling out, by the way. Uh, right now, there is room for 40 people. We're not sure if we can get a bigger room at the pub, um, but there's a local pub that we'd like to go to in order to get to know each other the day before the event. And um, so uh, reserve that quickly if you're hoping to attend that because it is uh, at this moment filling up. The day is full of speakers and food and friends and fun and fellowship and all those good things. And we actually have uh, sponsors that help us make sure everybody gets a cigar who attends this event. And um, I do want to just say one thing before we continue here. Um, This is something that I promote as an act of love and devotion for the Catholic Church. It's not actually something that I'm getting paid to do. Not that that's anyone's business, but I wanted to put that forth because I want people to know that this is something that I believe needs to take place. It's the only traditional Catholic men's conference in North America, and this is put on by the Holy Name Society of our St. Pius X Priory in southwestern Ontario. So please check out the link in the description if you'd like to come to this event. The uh, night before reservations are filling up, so get to those quickly if you've already bought a ticket, and I hope to see you there. Okay. So what about this app, Hallow? Well, this app, Hallow, if you're unaware, it's a very, very popular, I think it's the most popular faith-based prayer app in the world or something like that, at least in English-speaking language. Um, And recently there was a scandal where it it was uncovered that, well, not uncovered, but the dots were connected that Liam Neeson is the voice of one of their Advent series. And Liam, Liam Neeson himself actually has a history being a very... Uh, anti-Catholic in a sense. I mean, I know he was the voice of Aslan. I love those movies. Um, You know, he's the uh, the father from Taken. I mean, lots of pop culture things where Liam Neeson is part of the culture. Seems like a pretty good guy, but at the end of the day, it seems like he's kind of a Hollywood liberal and he's attached himself to the pro-abortion stance in Ireland, which he was very influential and I would say instrumental in making that happen. And that country has been changed drastically as a result. So there's a dark side to Liam Neeson, and he was hired by Allo to voice their meditations for this Advent thing. And fair enough. Hallow is a company. They're for-profit. There's nothing wrong with being a for-profit company, but they're not just a company, are they? They're a Catholic company. And we're going to look at Hallow's response to accusations that it was wrong for them to engage in this partnership with Liam Neeson, and we're going to then just discuss uh, what that really means, and then we're also going to look at another problematic issue as part of Hallow's funding, and it's very scandalous, if I might say so myself, so let's take a look at, um, uh, at their response to Liam Neeson's involvement with Hallow. So here is an article from Catholic Vote. I wrote an opinion piece on this uh, for LifeSite News if you want to check that out about, about boycotting Hallow. This is more of a straight journalism thing, so I thought I'd use this as more useful, and here's from Catholic Vote. And it says that, and I'm, I'm reading just right here, by the way. Um, I just highlighted that in blue. Hallow wanted a voice actor that would bring to life the reflections written by Hallow's professional content team. He emphasized that Neeson merely reads the uh, reads the included excerpts from C.S. Lewis's books. Rumi, actor of The Chosen Show as Jesus, and Heidelin read the meditations and reflections. None of Neeson's personal views are expressed in the scripts. So the idea here is well, Nisim is just someone we hired. And I get that. But he's not just someone you hired, is he? He's an internationally famous actor who you are using to sell the Advent meditation. You know, this person speaking on behalf of Hallow here is saying, well, he's just reading this thing. Well, if we could just quickly, maybe uh, we could actually take a look. If I just bring it up quickly here, um, just give me half a second here to pull it up. Um I think that's it right there. If we see here, I mean, this is the article I did for LifeSite. Well, okay. Here is Liam Neeson, and he's on the face of the advertising push for this on YouTube. I mean, with respect, you know, there's two people on this ad. One is Liam Neeson, and one is the actor, uh, what's his name, Jonathan Rumi, who plays Jesus in The Chosen. And Liam Neeson's got his nice, like, look at me, I'm an actor, black turtleneck thing going on there. Clearly, Liam Neeson is more than just someone who happened to read the voices or read the excerpts. He is someone you're using to sell the app, someone you're using to sell the series. And it's a for-profit company, so that's exactly what's happening. You spent a lot of money, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars or maybe more. I don't know what it's cost to get a Hollywood actor uh, to read these narrations. And then you're using him as part of the marketing campaign. So people buy it. So I'm sorry, I can't really buy this idea that, you know, Liam Neeson is just someone who read a few things. He's not really that much involved. It's like you have the guy as the face of the app for this meditation series. So let's be honest here a little bit. Um, And if we go back to this statement here from Catholic Vote, um, this is uh, another line from from Hallow. We, uh, what we ultimately came to is that Liam's primary public image is that of an actor. Okay, fine. Given that context, we can separate his different characters and portrayals from his private personal experiences as an individual. That's not answering the question, is it? Because it's not about his personal private life characters. It's about his pro-abortion advocacy. Goes on to say, we discussed how we might present his participation in a way that would most clearly emphasize that we were not endorsing his private views. They're not private views. They're public views. So that's not true. This actual, the actual content is developed by our team of theologians and is 100% in line with the Catholic Church. This is a non-answer. This is a, I'm sorry, this individual, this guy may as well work for the Democratic Party. He may as well be a politician. He's basically saying, um, you know, yeah, we hired a guy who has views that are private. No, they're not private. They're public. He's an activist for abortion. And uh, as an app, we may sure all the content is completely in line with the Catholic Church. Who cares? Okay, I'm going to start an app, and I'm going to call it Kennedy Hall's Prayer App. And on there, um, we're going to uh, have daily meditations on the Gospels with commentary by Saint So and So. And I'm just going to hire the head of the Church of Satan to read them. has nothing to do with it. Has nothing to do with his views. Come on, guys. I mean, yeah, he's known as the head of the Church of Satan. Maybe that's an extreme example. Okay, I'm going to hire. I don't know who's a pro-abortion politician. Alex, Alex AOC, Cortez. I have Cortez reading the things. It has nothing to do with her views. Come on, guys. We just hired somebody. She's got a great voice. You like that sort of shrill, witchy sound of a female politician. And she's just going to voice the meditations. And come on, guys. We're totally in line with the Catholic Church. What's all the fuss about? Come on. That's absolutely ridiculous. If we look back at the article, they go on to say, um, this was a written response by Alex Jones, not the Infowars guy, but the CEO of Hello. This, may, honestly, this to me, this was even worse. He said, "We do not stand behind." It's right here, by the way. We do not stand behind or claim to endorse any of the personal views, past actions, or political opinions of any narrators on the app. You don't st- really. You don't stand behind any of the personal opinions, any of them. You hired Jim Caviezel. You don't stand behind his Catholic orthodoxy. He was on another another meditation. You don't you don't stand behind any of the personal views. That doesn't make any sense. That's not true. You're lying to us. Of course you stand behind the personal views of the people who narrate your stuff. I mean one of the ladies, one of the people who narrates on this meditation is a nun. You can look it up. You don't stand behind the views of the I'm hoping orthodox catholic nun. <laughs> you don't endorse her views? She's a Catholic. Her views are Catholic. Of course you stand behind the views of people who narrate on your app. Now, you might be trying to say, in this case, we don't, but it's not true. Because you said of any of the narrators in the app, that's just not true. He said, we have many actors on the app with differing personal views on many topics, some of whom are practicing Catholics, but several of whom come from different faith backgrounds. Several have done things in the past or may hold personal views that we would disagree with. The one thing we strongly stand behind is every word they read within the app itself. Again, fine. Why don't you just hire the person who has a nice voice and happens to be the, you know, interim CEO of Planned Parenthood? It's not about the person. It's about the views. Give me a break. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, the one last thing that, uh, what's his name sense here? Jones. He said, Hallow stands proudly and unequivocally in support of all Catholic Church teaching, especially the pro life stance of the Church and of the USCCB's affirmation of the end of abortion as the preeminent priority. It is a heartbreakingly important issue that we as an organization and I personally take very seriously. Hold on a sec. Whoa, 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 hold on. Now you're contradicting yourself. You say that we as an organization, do you mean people who work at the organization? So let me get this straight. You have an organization, you work for the organization hallow doesn't stand by anyone's views who's who's part of this do they stand behind what if the person holds the? what if someone works for the app and holds the views that the church holds on abortion do you stand behind those views because if we go back and we look at it you're saying you don't stand behind any of the personal views of the people that you work with regarding these meditations this makes absolutely no sense this is complete gobbledygook okay now This is troubling enough. This honestly is troubling enough, but it gets worse. And I'm going to pull up something here. Um, There's a tweet, if I can find it somewhere. And uh, I apologize for using Vice News. Vice News is a garbage publication, um, but they just have this article. It was a hit piece on Hallow. I don't agree with most of this article. In fact, most of it makes Hallow look pretty good. They think it's bad that they partnered with Jim Caviezel. I think it's awesome that they partnered with Jim Caviezel. But anyway, one of the things that they did show is that one of the major investors in this is Peter Thiel? Okay, Peter Thiel. I believe if we look him up, I think he started PayPal. I may be wrong on that, but it's something like that. Peter Thiel is one of the founding investors of of um, uh, of uh, Hallowed, upwards of forty million dollars. Okay. Well, who is Peter Thiel? Well, Vice News doesn't like Peter Thiel because Peter Thiel uh, supports Donald Trump. Again, that doesn't make me dislike Peter Thiel. But Peter Thiel actually himself is an out-and-out out practicing and very proud, as he says, homosexual. Um, so if we can just look quickly here, we'll actually find some evidence of that. So here is just a quick Google search. You can find it. Peter Thiel, who is gay, has supported mostly conservative gay rights. Conservative gay rights. Talk about a contradiction in terms. Conservative gay rights causes such as the American Foundation for Equal Rights and Go Proud. He invited conservative columnist and friend Ann Coulter to HomoCon 2010 as a guest speaker that's a place I never want to be. Uh, Here's Peter Thiel. Uh, He says, I'm proud to be gay, uh, whatever, at the GOP convention. So Peter Thiel, who is some sort of Christian or something, um, but he is a massively prominent, quote unquote, conservative, um, you know, figure. And he himself is very out and out, out of the closet, pun intended about his out of the closet views and lifestyle. And he's one of the founding He's one of the founding um, funders, one of the major funders in the early days of Halo. That's a problem. Listen, um, one of the reasons I've never, well, there's many reasons. One of the reasons I've never sought out funding to help me do this is I don't want to be attached to anybody. The reason is, is because once you get attached to somebody's money and you rely on that money, you can't do anything to tick them off. What do you think that means when you have somebody who is a a, a, a very powerful, worldly, influential billionaire who is a big tech meet, a big tech legend, and he is one of the funders of your app? And why would a man like that be comfortable funding your app? Why isn't there anything on there that he finds massively offensive and against the lifestyle that he promotes? I mean, if it's really a Catholic app, that it I don't know. That seems strange to me. Um, and so. This brings us to something that we have to consider is that it's a very sketchy thing to do like this sort of for-profit Catholic stuff. Again, I've said there's a line to be drawn between like you're a Catholic who makes a living and you help people by helping with Catholicism and making religion your cash cow. It's a fine line. I've used the analogy before. What's the difference between like a a, a classical nude depiction in some sacred art and a pornographic image? There's just a line that's crossed, and you know it when you see it. Um, Someone can be for profit and can have a podcast or be an author or something on Catholic topics, and it's totally above board, whereas someone can really turn that thing into a grift and kind of turn into something like a Joel Olstein prosperity gospel. And there's another thing here from Hallow that makes me think that they're sort of grifting God. And I, I mean, and I mean that. And I'm going to show you what that is. Um, if we go back to that um, article from Vice News, well, here is a tweet from Alex Jones, not the Infowars, but this is earlier this year. And he said, well, God did something pretty incredible yesterday for the first time in history. A faith-based app cracked. Sorry, I have to stop there. First time in history. Apps are like 10 years old. Congratulations, you've made history. Um, First time in history, a faith-based app cracked the top 10 in the app store, beating TikTok, IG, Spotify, blah, 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 blah. What an incredible blessing it is to see so many folks gathered together in faith. So, but hold on a sec. He's attributing this to God. This is wrong. You cannot attribute this to God. He's attributing the success of an app, initially with the massive amount of funding, From an open advocate for homosexuality, an app that hires pro-abortion activists to voice Advent meditation excerpts from C.S. Lewis, whatever, yet claims to be Catholic. And he's saying, God made the app number one. You can't say that, Mr. Jones. You cannot say that God made, like, what you're saying is that you have an insight into the understanding of the workings of God, and you have decided for yourself and made it public to the world that God has launched Hallow to the top of the big tech app arena. Why? Because you had a lot of downloads? Well, okay. Well, if TikTok is above Hallow the next day, then does that mean God wanted TikTok? Again, let's let's use a little bit of analogy here. Sure, it's one thing if like Joe Blow, who no one's ever heard of, goes and writes a book on like the medit like writes a book about the spirituality of the rosary or something, and he puts it on Amazon as a self published author, and that thing becomes like the best selling book in the world for ten weeks or something. That would be incredible. I would have no problem saying there's something like divine hand there, because he you know maybe it just turns out he's a spiritual master it's the new imitation of Christ, whatever. Okay, fine. Some unknown priest or something wrote it. That's one thing. First of all, it's clearly not scandalous of the faith. They're not hiring pro aborts. They're not funded by homosexual billionaire tech, big tech activists. Um, Okay. But you're an app who has like hundreds of millions of dollars in your funding and they have various rounds of funding. It's all public, by the way, you can read it. Um, Peter Thiel gave 40, uh, 40 million. Other investors from the Goodwater Group, I think it's called, gave something like 50 million. JD Vance, a politician, invested in it. Um, many people have given millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars to Hallow. So they have a massive cash flow, they have a massive operating budget, they have a massive tech department tech, you know, capability where they can essentially, you know, tap into the algorithm, whatever how it works, to get that thing out there. And there's a whole formula to this. And after spending, hundreds of mil- after spending hundreds of millions of dollars to make this thing successful, then this guy has the audacity to tell the world that after spending hundreds of millions of dollars, that God did this. This is absolutely egregious. And it's also completely spiritually ignorant. You may as well say that God supports Taylor Swift. You may as well say that God supports Netflix. You may as well say that God supports the latest iPhone. It's the best-selling phone in the world. Look what God did for the first time in history. The 17th model of an iPhone is number one on the chart. Praise be to Jesus Christ. You may as well go and hire Joel Olstein, the prosperity gospel, charlatan, to be your next reader, because that's the same thing. So let's summarize here. Hello. Largely, it's it's, much of its seed money, much of not all, much of its seed money was done by one of the world's most powerful homosexual entrepreneurs. Uh, They've spent much of that zillions of dollars to hire Liam Neeson. And also Mark Wahlberg is problematic as well. I mean, I love Mark Wahlberg in many ways, but like he supports gay stuff as well. He's done. I mean, you can't watch a Mark Wahlberg movie if you're a Catholic. Really? That, That Father Stew thing was an abomination with all the stuff that was in there. I know there was a clean version, but come on, like you can't, I mean, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he's a practicing Catholic, but he's still a cafeteria Catholic. Okay, fine. But the point is, is you hired pro-abortion activists, not, and again, it's not just that Liam Neeson, like it turns out he's not, he doesn't go to mass on Sunday. It's that Liam Neeson partnered with Amnesty International to change the laws of a Catholic nation so that children would be destroyed in the womb. You need to understand there's a difference. Between we hired a voice actor from the Screen Actors Guild or whatever. He's got a nice rich timber to his voice. His name is John Smith. He voiced this thing. And we found on his Instagram profile four years later that he was at a pride parade. Like, that's a very different thing. You have to understand that. If you don't understand that, you're completely daft and you're a liar. Then you go on and say that all of this tens tens of millions and zillions of dollars, this is put into the app. And then the results of God's intervention is that the app is number one. Really? That's your argument, Joel Olstein? And then you also say you don't stand behind the uh, you know views of any of the people that narrate your stuff. Well, Jonathan Rooney, I think he's a faithful Catholic. I have nothing, nothing against him. I don't watch The Chosen because there's problems with the show, but I've, I've heard that he himself is a faithful Catholic. I hope he is. Uh, you don't stand behind his faithful Catholic views? And you know what? There are plenty of Catholic influencers out there who have received lots of money. Um, sorry if you hear my dog barking in the background. Lots of Catholic influencers out there who have received a lot of money to push this app. It's going to be interesting to see going forward if they're going to keep taking the check. Because these influencers are pro-life and blah, blah, blah. And look at me. I don't I don't support abortion. And we're pro-church teaching and stuff. And if they're just going to keep taking the check and supporting Hallow, this is going to tell you everything to know about their integrity. My dog. He's so loud. Sorry about that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, let me know what you think in the comments. This has been the Kennedy Report. Till next time. God bless. And boycott Hallow.